I don't know if you've heard, but Anchor.fm is the app. If you want to start a podcast, that's where you got to go. It's free. They give you uh, tools that lets you upload, edit your content straight from your phone or from your laptop. They also give you a sponsorship with no minimal or minimum listenership at all. Nothing required. You can start making money today, right now, with Anchor.fm. Uh, so hurry up, run, and download the Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started ASAP. What's happening, folks? This is the Cast Ascendancy Podcast. As always, we appreciate your feedback, your comments, topic requests, and suggestions. Anything you got for us, we are more than willing to accept it. We are your hosts, Amber and Art Castillo. We lift heavy, we laugh all day, and we live in Mexico. And that is essentially the theme of our podcast. We talk uh, fitness, living in Mexico, relationship stuff. Yeah, relationship stuff. All kinds of stuff. So, anyways, thanks for tuning in. Um, this is episode 10, I believe. Maybe it's 11. It's, a, it's 11. It's episode 11 today. Sure. And, uh, what? Are you sure? Excuse me? <laughs> I'm positive. Okay. Fern Gully. What is it saying, Fern Gully? Are you sure? Bodacious. I'm positive. Oh. <laughs> Only fools are positive. Are you sure? Because I'm positive. I don't remember that. It's Fern Gully. All right. Worst wife ever. We have a today. show today's going to be based on moving to Rosario. Yep. We discuss what it's like living here, maybe some questions that people might have. Um, even if maybe you're not considering moving here, you may just be interested in what living here is like. Or even so. visiting here. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a big destination spot for spring breakers and stuff like that, so... Yeah, we have a... We have a host. Or, I mean, not host. I'm a host. A, <laughs> we have a guest. I'm a host. Um, Craig. We have a guest. Uh-huh. And, Craig. And uh, he's, he's lived here for quite a while, so, so pretty yeah. excited to have him on. So uh, He's a creator of one of the groups that we really like on Facebook. Um, how you doing, Craig? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Doing great, man. Nice to, uh, nice to hear from you. Well, it's good to be heard from. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a little crazy out there, man. Um, it's affected us so much, especially you know here in Rosarito, being a tourist town and everything. I'm sure that's hit a lot of people really hard. Yeah, quite a few people. That's true. Definitely. So, um, first of all, I wanted to ask you, how long have you been living in Rosarito? Well, I've been down there as my 16th year. Wow. Okay, a lot of time. So he's <laughs> nice. So where did you yeah. where where did you live before here? Uh, I came from way up in San Diego. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Real far, huh? <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so how? So you've been here. You said sixteen years. Um, yep. Did you kind of did you jump around and figure out where you liked as far as Rosarito, or did you just know right ahead and went straight here? I went straight here. I used to live in Mexico back in the eighties, and I lived up near the border in Playa de Tijuana. Okay. And we would always go to Rosarito because there was nothing to do back then. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that was before I had a family and kids. And so once my kids grew up, I knew I was going to Mexico. I said, I'm going straight back to Rosarito. Right, right, yeah. See, uh, we, we, we started off in TJ first, but uh, my wife, being from Tennessee, you know, she loves, she loves the ocean, the beach. So Rosarito just made the best or the most sense, you know? Yeah, I love those Tennessee oceans, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Well, and and honestly, even though you know TJ and, and Santa Fe is a little bit closer to the border, Rosarito I notice um, is a little bit more Americanized in a sense. Would you agree with that? Yes, quite a bit. There's a they estimate anywhere between fifteen and twenty thousand expats living in the Rosarito area, mostly Americans. Okay. Also a lot of Canadians and some Europeans. Right, right. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of uh. What do you call it? Um, um, Americaners. Yeah, a lot of Americans. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, transplants is what I was looking for, the word I was looking for. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so we kind of found you on the group called Rosarito Living. Um, when did you, I know that you're an admin, I don't know, are you the creator of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I started that about four years ago. Okay, cool. Well, it's been very helpful, and I'm sure it's helpful to a lot of other people as well. Um, what led to the, the definitely what, what what led to the the creation of the group? I mean, I know sometimes being an American or, or any, any kind of foreigner here isn't always easy getting information. So I mean, like, just what what led you to create the group? Well, I had been on Facebook for a few years, and down in Mexico, it seems everybody is on Facebook. All the businesses, all the bands, all the uh, all the people, all the expats. And I was in a few groups, and I didn't really like the way that any of them were not having everything I felt I needed. So rather than complaining about those groups, I figured, well, I'll just start my own group. Right, perfect, and man. So I started it, just, uh, it was mostly all entertainment related. Um, live music and uh, what restaurant is opening and got a special going on or right. things like that. And over the years, it's kind of grown a lot. People started putting in, you know, lost dogs and um stuff uh rental real estate and houses for sale and uh we tried to stick for quite a while to just the entertainment um aspect of it you know that was probably for the first couple years and then through some changes in the uh society it's kind of evolved back uh i guess it was just last year we had some big wildfires right yeah a lot of people lost their homes and stuff and so we got a lot more accepting and people posting uh, places for rent, places for sale, even just land for sale, because there were a lot of people that were homeless and looking for different places. So we figured, well, that's what the community needs and is asking for. And so we, you know, we allowed a lot more of that. And then uh, this year, I hear there's some sort of virus going around or something. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, affected quite a bit. Right. We heard a thing or two about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so there's been a whole lot of uh, posting, you know, a lot of people are staying at home a lot more, and so they got more time online. I know our, our monthly interactions, which includes all of the posts and the comments and the likes, um, you know, pretty much doubled from around 60000 a month up to about 120000 a month. Wow, that's them. And it's, recent, it, it's recently dialed back a little bit to about, um, it's about 90000 a month, and it's working its way back down, I think, as more people are... Just uh, getting back to work and all that stuff, right? They wanted to say, and, yeah. So, but you know, we've had a lot more leeway of letting people put all sorts of business uh, postings. You know, people are selling masks, people are doing house cleaning, people are doing right. anything and everything they can to make money because you know all the restaurants have closed down. A lot of them because they uh, can't have diners inside anymore. Some have managed to stay open using delivery. Mm-hmm. And uh, take out, pick up food, but uh, you know there's a lot of people that have lost their jobs, and so they don't have 
stimulus checks or uh, unemployment income. Right. So they need to make money any way they can. So we've been very generous in allowing people to post, you know, within reason, you know, almost any kind of thing they got going. Right. We can help somebody match up a seller of something with a buyer of something and help somebody make some money. Yeah, that's awesome. So you you haven't just um, helped like entertainment wise, but you've probably helped a lot of people's livelihoods um, here recently. Like, what would you say? Obviously, we've all kind of been hit in some way or another with with COVID and and the consequences from it. Um, but what would you say has been the biggest? Um, what have you noticed as far as like the biggest problem with COVID hitting like Rosarito in this area? Um, Business-wise, well, one, one area that kind of gets overlooked, but it's really hit hard, are the entertainers, uh, particularly the musicians and the singers, who depended on getting you know paid for live gigs out at the clubs and the bars and the restaurants. And so even if the restaurant's able to stay open, partly to do takeout or delivery, right? They're not hiring musicians, so all the musicians are you know, really hurting. They're having to do other things and. Uh, um, most of them also did other things before anyway, because very few people are totally so, supporting themselves through that avenue. Exactly. Uh, right. It's really hit them hard. So. Yeah, I can only imagine. And um, I wanted to ask you something that a lot of people ask us. I mean, obviously the biggest question on the page has been uh, beaches. Well, the beach is open. I know no one really has that information. But um, what is the biggest misconception that you get being, obviously, you know, uh, the creator of the page? But what do people think... What's the weirdest thing or the biggest misconception that you hear as far as living in Mexico? Uh, well, probably it's, uh, you know, the one that we all hear all the time. People just think it's so dangerous down there. And, uh, <laughs> right. You know, that's not the whitewash. I mean, there are things that happen, but it's, there's things that happen everywhere in the world. Right. So you just need to be smart, you know, and be safe and be aware of where you're going and what you're doing. And, uh, you know, it's not as bad as people make it out to be. So right. that is a big conception uh, north of the border. People think, that, you know, a lot of people in Mexico say, well, it's more dangerous, you know, up in the States. We'd rather stay down here. Right, right. And I can agree with that to, a, to, a, to an extent, definitely. <laughs> yeah, at least certain areas, you know. Um, yeah, we, we find that, I mean, we love Rosarita. We haven't even had really any issues, um, you know, so far, but... Um, one of the things that I always get my friends and, and just family and acquaintances on Facebook is, wow, you know, you got to be careful down yeah. there. <laughs> the, when you and cross the like, border sometimes, uh, the, the guards will be like, uh, be careful. or Yeah, <laughs> even even border, you know, the, the border guards, whatever. Um, patrol. Yeah, patrol. They they will ask me, like, what what did a Kentucky girl like you, you know, how'd you end up down here? And I, I always tell them, like, I'm lucky, I guess. <laughs> Because even yeah. even they don't um, necessarily know what life is like, you know, a half hour south of the border. So it's just kind of odd, um, just the kind of perception that people have of living. Yeah, and they probably do hear stories that, uh, you know, a lot of the stories they hear may be true, but they probably only hear, you know, the bad stuff. Right, so right, right. In their mind, that's what they're thinking about. And uh, like I said, everywhere has bad stuff. Everywhere's got good stuff. So much cheaper.
know, dancers, everybody. So exactly. Um, so if when someone, let's say, someone is thinking about moving to Mexico, and you know, maybe they're planning on retiring or something, and they were to ask, um, you know, what would we need to know if we want to move to Mexico? What would you tell them? Well, it's definitely good to learn at least some Spanish. Um, <laughs> Amen. And I'm not fluent. I've been down there, you know, going in my 16th year. I, I know a lot of words and a lot of phrases. I probably speak Spanish worse than Moritz speaks English. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I try, and people appreciate, you know, people who do try learning a few words. Even if you pronounce them wrong or get the wrong word in there, they know you're trying. And, uh, and it's not that hard to learn. You know, even if you just learn, you know, a couple hundred words of, you know, everyday objects and stuff, that'll... Right. Uh, really help a lot. So. Yeah, I'm a little bad about it. I know I know a lot of Spanish, but I just I don't speak it enough because me and Art we you know we speak English in in the house, so it's kind of hard for me to get past my comfort zone of of just like speaking it. But yeah, when she goes out to the markets on Sunday, you know, I mean, if she goes by herself, she obviously comes back with what she's looking for, so she knows enough <laughs> if you ask me, you know. <laughs> uh, so my last question would be. Your top three pros and cons of life in Baja. My number one con is no Taco Bell, but uh, what are your top three <laughs> pros and cons? <laughs> well, I do have Taco Bells up here in San Diego. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, well, one is definitely the people. You know, the people are, you know, friendly and nice and uh, appreciate the people that treat them friendly and nice. They'll treat you the same way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked all, already about the the pricing, you know, for housing is certainly cheaper than Southern California. Um, you know, when you need work done, uh, say even on your car, um, it's so much cheaper in the labor cost. The parts might be comparable in price, uh, maybe a little bit cheaper, maybe even a little more expensive. A lot of people will buy their parts in San Diego or online through Rock Auto, and then, uh, you know, just get them installed by some local mechanics and save quite a bit of money on the labor. Right, right. It's a big, big amount of money. I mean, we did the, the we got the, uh, was it the oil? Yeah. The oil change, and it was, it was 70 pesos was uh, what he charged me for labor, so. <laughs> yeah, and then the third thing, I guess, would just be the weather. You know, those of us from Southern California, it's pretty much just the same, but if you're coming from, you know, back east or up north, it's, it's a big difference. You don't have the humidity. Obviously, in the winter, you don't have the snow and the cold. It gets a little chilly, but, you know, you're not running around in boots and heavy jackets all, all yeah, winter long. Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'd say the, the pricing, the weather, and the people would probably be the So is there the any, are there any honest, um, any, like, cons that you could maybe think of just, just for people to think about if they were considering moving here? Um, well, it's definitely a different uh, pace of life, and people seem to either really like Mexico or they really don't like it. Um, there's not too much in between, and so it's not for everybody. You know, if you're very uh, punctual and prompt, <laughs> you need to do some adjustments. Yes, <laughs> you know, that's a good things point. Definitely, things definitely move slower, and, uh, and that's a blessing, you know, that's part of the charm. But some people, you know, it just drives them crazy, and so they don't stay around too long. Um, the, uh, let's see, I can't really think of too many cons, you know, we talked yeah. about, you know, the safety, just like to be aware and, you know, be smart, but that's true anywhere. Yep, I like um, that you brought up the, the punctual thing because that kind of is, 
just to me been the biggest difference of you know living in the states to living here is how it's just a different way of living in general people are just much more laid back, laid back. um they take time to enjoy things that you just you know you don't usually do in in the states um generally speaking that's true well, another thing, there is a big difference in the road conditions. Right, yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> People just don't adjust to that, or they're driving around with their, you know, very low-profile Jaguar or whatever they've got, a little low-riding Mustang or something. You know, that's not going to last too long, depending <laughs> on where you live. Right. Um, right. You know, a lot of places are actually dirt roads. Some are, you know, kind of trails. Even the paved roads often have a lot of... Um, Yeah, there's yeah. A, and there's speed bump almost like every two minutes you see a speed bump all over Mexico, I swear. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, so most people, you know, if they come down initially with a real fancy car, they end up uh, either buying an additional car to use for going around, you know, town and just use their car for trips back across the border. Uh, because the toll road is actually very nice. It's well-maintained, it's in good shape, um, it's safe, it's reasonable price, it's less than two bucks. Um, and there's a lot of the places on the toll road that you don't even need to pay the toll. Right, so right. So that's pretty nice. A third area, if I was going to pick a car, and it's gotten a lot better over the years, but when I first moved down here, the telephone system was crazy. <laughs> and it, you know, it depended, you know, if you were on a cell phone or a landline and whether you were calling to a cell phone or a landline and whether you were calling to the States or in Mexico or in yep. Tijuana, which is a different area code. and. You had to stand on your left foot and hold your hand. <laughs> yeah. All this weird stuff. It's gotten a lot better with, uh, you know, nowadays almost everybody has a cell phone. Right. But uh, there's still some issues, and it just takes, uh, you know, spending the time to get used to whatever plan you're on, whoever your carrier is, um, you know, find it out, and then it's not really that much of an issue anymore, not for me at least, but I see a lot of people asking questions when they're new, so I guess it getting used to right okay yeah yeah it is a little different i did notice that um kind of switched around a different a uh, couple different phone companies just to kind of figure out where we got the best coverage but i think we got it figured out now yeah <laughs> but yeah making sure that and you have that a big difference exactly where you live and that's the same for internet too when you're in rosarito um you know you don't want to just ask a general question what's best you want to ask your neighbors of where you're living right because what's in this community may not be in the community on the other side of the next hill. Right. Um, you know, you do have some that run, you know, fiber optics. you got a lot that have run cable. you got some that just use satellite. So um, there's a lot of different options. But uh, you want to get the recommendations from wherever you decide to live. Right, right. Um, um, see what your neighbors have and go with their recommendations. Exactly. Yeah, see, like, like in the States, I, was, uh, I think it was yes yesterday when they were installing the Izzy. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, we had the internet installed when we did, uh, because we just moved, right? And basically, we're telling the guy that was installing the internet that this is the best internet we've had. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, we've lived in the States. We've lived in multiple States. And there's all these issues here and there. And for $65 to get all the internet that we get and all the channels that we get, to me, you can't beat that. But I mean. Yeah, we've, we've got great service here. <laughs> that's good to hear <laughs> alright man well um, Craig thank you very much uh, Craig is the creator of Rosarito Living Facebook group uh, I want to say thank you very much for being on the show with us man and we really appreciate uh, just you know helping us out on the uh, page and, and everything that you guys offer sure I also want to give a shout out to Rosarito Living Group 
a shout out to the website, rosaritoliving.com. Okay. Definitely. Uh, it's the same name as Rosarito Living, but it's nothing to do with the Facebook group. It's just a, a .com website, and it's actually run by a friend of mine. Uh, I provide him with a lot of content, but uh, it's got uh, a lot of the same information that you'll find on rosaritoliving.com, it, but it also has a business directory, and it's got a resource guide. Okay. And... Uh, you know, just a lot of good things in there. And See? it's all free. Any business can listen there for free. Um, you know, anybody can just go on to it and search through it for free. It's got a calendar of events. That's been very much uh, nothing happening since uh, around right. March, of course. Right. But that's awesome because I, I wasn't aware of this, so that's actually yeah. news to us as well, uh, the rosaritoliving.com. Definitely, uh, I'm going to also put that in the description of the of the. Podcast. Of the podcast episode, man. But yeah, thank you so much for your time, Craig. Maybe we have you again uh, on the show here in a couple weeks. Okay, look forward to meeting you guys in person. Definitely, right, man. Soon enough. Thank you for uh, for showing up, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. So that was a Rosarito Living uh, creator. So if you want information on Rosarito, life in Rosarito, pretty much anything, you got the Rosarito Living page, which is uh, on Facebook, and also rosaritoliving.com. Whether you're traveling here or moving here, um, whatever information you want on Rosarito, you can find it there. And that was my beautiful wife saying, toodles.